It's bad. It's ugly. It's disgusting, really, how the San Francisco Giants are playing. But one thing it's not is that it's not over yet. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Giants, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on this show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So check us out there and please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you're watching or listening. And coming up on today's show, first of all, I apologize for missing yesterday's show. It is rare for me to miss miss a show. I was really not feeling well. I was going to wait till after the game. And I don't know if it was the game itself. That put me into this state, but I think I had a migraine. I just, it was just not going to happen in terms of recording an episode. But thankfully, woke up feeling better today. Better physically, but not better about the Giants. Oh no, I don't feel good about them at all. So, like I said, it's ugly, it's embarrassing, it's a collapse, it's a disaster. But one thing that it's not is it's not over yet. And as I mean, this is like the the consequence of expanded playoffs because, you know, when you're 70 and 70, and we'll discuss how, yes, the Giants last year, of course, were 81 and 81. So that's 500 baseball for over 300 games straight, which is like, wow, not, not good. Also not bad by definition, just mid. But So we'll get into that later. It's kind of crazy. There's even more to that than just the record. But because of the expanded playoffs, basically the National League picture has taken shape for the large part in that we've got clearly, I think, the the Braves, uh, who have a 13.5 game lead in in the division, and the Dodgers, who have a 13 game lead in the division. Those two teams are pretty much locks to make the playoffs and be the two teams that get the bye in the National League. And in the Central, it's a little more unclear. The The Brewers suddenly only have a one-and-a-half game lead over the Cubs, and the Cubs' run differential is the third best in the, in the National League. That team is good, and people didn't see that coming. So that's something. But basically, okay, you've got six teams make the playoffs in the National League and the American League, but we're focusing on the National League. The Braves and Dodgers are like locks. The Phillies and Cubs are near locks. And when I say near locks, they are at um they are at 98% for the Phillies and 92.4% for the Cubs. And by the way, the Brewers who lead that division, they may not win the division, but their playoff odds are 97.7%. So we've got 
uh, five teams with playoff odds in the National League of at least 92.4%. And there's only six spots, right? And so five teams, I, w- I don't want to say 90% is 92% is like a lock, but it's close to it. So let's just say those five teams make it. That leaves one open spot. And here's the thing. There are four teams, including the San Francisco Giants, who are in the mix for that final spot, according to the Fangraphs playoff uh, playoff odds. And we'll look at the standings as well, which is probably more important. But those teams, basically, there are four teams that have playoff odds above half a percent and below 92%. So like there's the extreme likely to make it five teams. And then there's the extreme likely to like actually already eliminated teams that are half a percent or below. And then in between, there are these four teams, the Giants with 21 and a half percent odds, the D-backs with 31% odds, the Reds at 23% and the Marlins at 36%. I'm doing some rounding here, which would put the Giants at 22 if I were to round for them. So the Giants are the lowest of those four, but the highest of those four is only 35.8%. So none of the individual four have great odds, but almost certainly one of those individual four Again, none of whom have very good odds. 38, 36, excuse me, percent is the best odds of the four. Uh, The more likely is that that team isn't the team that makes it, right? If they're at 36%, then it's 64% likely to be not them. And so it's not the worst position to be in but yeah to be the to, to, to be the lowest of the four and the fact that just a week ago the Giants playoff odds were 67 percent according to Fangraph so losing six straight when when they did here is just like I said disgusting I don't know how many words I can use to describe it's I mean it really is embarrassing it really is unacceptable it really is uh, nauseating, like I could just keep spewing out words like that on and on and on for the rest of the show, but I'll try to, I've got other stuff to talk about. So let's just get down to the standings because basically, yes, the way I see it, there are four teams, none of whom have great odds fighting it out for one spot. That's kind of what it's likely come down to in the National League. And the current standings are that the Marlins, no surprise that they have that, you know, the highest odds of the four at whatever, 36%. They hold the third wildcard spot, but they only have a half game lead over both Arizona and Cincinnati. So very precarious lead there. The Giants are two and a half back of Miami. And so what's happening here is that the Fangraphs model thinks that basically the Giants are a better team than Cincinnati, Arizona, and Miami, and or that their schedule is more favorable. And it's arguable, I get it. If you just if you're just going by Fangraph's strength of schedule, um 
number, which is a decimal for like, I don't know if it's the projections for the teams that they're going to play or if it's the combined winning percentage of the teams that they're going to play. I would like to know. I cannot find it anywhere. But the Giants' strength of schedule, 476. So that's either the combined winning percentage of their remaining opponents, which is low, or it's the combined projected winning percentage of their remaining opponents. The D-backs, 509, much higher than the Giants. The Reds, 493, higher than the Giants, but not by much. The Marlins, 525. So I'm guessing the Marlins have some Braves, you know, mixed into their remaining schedule. That's what happens when you play in the NL East. And one more thing, well, the Giants also have the Dodgers, seven out of their last 10 games. But they also have the Rockies in seven of their next 10 games. And so... Look, some of you may just have completely given up, but my mentality has always been play through the whistle. Like if you're running a marathon, run hard through the finish line. Like what do you have to lose? I'm not giving up until the buzzer runs out. That has always been my mentality and that is my mentality here. And some of you also say, What's the point? Even if they made the playoffs, they have no chance of doing anything. Perhaps that's true, but I believe the playoffs are more of a crapshoot and that it's basically just who gets hot. There's obviously some talent involved in the equation, but like, first of all, the 10, 12, and 14 Giants were never considered the favorites in any of those series. They often were considered offensively challenged much like this team look I don't see the, I don't see the Giants making a lot I mean they're likely to miss the playoffs altogether and then if they get there first of all it will have meant that they got hot so you know if they get in maybe we feel differently it will have meant that they played well in the last 21 games 22 games excuse me so there you have it. Also, by run differential, all those teams that are ahead of the Giants that are relevant here, Miami, Arizona, and Cincinnati, none of them have good run differentials either. The Giants are now at minus 19, which is, again, nauseating, unacceptable, bad, not good. But Cincinnati's at minus 37. Miami's at minus 34. Arizona's at minus 18. They're the only team ahead of the Giants in that regard by one run. But the Giants are two back of those of Cincinnati and Arizona and two and a half back of Miami. So they need help. They do not control their own destiny at all. And lastly, the slate of games today does include Miami, which by the way, the Dodgers, if you couldn't hate them anymore, they have lost two straight to Miami which totally hurts the Giants. Like, you're the Dodgers, they're the Marlins, and you go in there and get whooped. Like, these games have, like, look at yesterday's score. They got whooped by the Marlins. So I couldn't hate the, I thought I couldn't hate the Dodgers more, and yet here we are. I do. And the Cubs are also in, or excuse me, the D-backs playing the Cubs are also in action. So go Cubs, go Dodgers. That's the path for the Giants. So, Anyway, coming up in just a minute, the Giants are the definition of mid, as many of you predicted. 
Many of you have been saying this, and it's true. It's just undeniable, and it's uh, uncanny what, what I'm about to tell you in just a minute. And before we get into it, this episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. I've done it myself. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million, wow, parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right price, uh, parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. As promised, mid are the San Francisco Giants. Thanks again for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day, every day or tomorrow. Look, I want to do a fresh batch of mailbag questions because I want your disgusted, angry, uh, calling for heads to roll type questions. I'm ready for them. Bring them, bring them on. So look out on Twitter for a prompt. I have a ton of mailbag questions left over from the last one. I didn't get to all that many of them. But the thing is, when things change, like the, the, the last time we did a mailbag, people are talking about the playoff rotation. People aren't talking about that now. I promise you that. So look out on Twitter for the prompt. Giants play the Colorado Rockies. Part of the reason why there's a glimmer of hope on Friday at 710 Pacific, and you can catch every pitch of the Giants hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Giants. Kyle Harrison versus Ty Block. Yes, that Ty Block. So that's really an interesting matchup. So, the Giants are the definition of mid. Now, you might just think, okay, yeah, they were 81 and 81 last year, and they're 70 and 70 now. So that means, of course, if we can do math, that they're 151 and 151 since the start of the 2022 season. Wow, mid. Like, couldn't be more mid. You win and you lose an equal amount of the time. However, I thought of this in bed this morning. That's how much I'm obsessed with the Giants. This this came to me in bed, is that I was thinking as I woke up and was just laying there. I remember last year, they finished 81 and 81, but they had a better run differential than zero, you know, because 81 and 81, the kind of quote unquote expected run differential would be zero. You scored the same as you allowed, same number of runs as you allowed. And then I recall this year that right now I knew that they had a negative run differential going into yesterday's game and then it got far more negative after yesterday's whatever it was, eight to two, whatever it was, like who cares because it's just such bad baseball. It's not even worth watching in a way. Um, and so I thought to myself, you know what? Obviously, 
They're 500 over the last two seasons combined because 81 and 81 last year, 70 and 70 now. I wonder if those run differentials align. And sure enough, right on the nose, they were at plus 19 last year. And right now they're at minus 19. What does that mean? Since 2022, not only are they 151 and 151, but they have scored exactly 1,310 runs. They have allowed exactly 1,310 runs. It's unbelievable. You couldn't, you could not be more mid. You could not be more average than the Giants have been since the start of 2022. And so the, you know, I've, I'm a patient guy in a lot of ways when it comes to baseball analysis, I suppose. And like, not jumping to conclusions, you know, Prelander Baroa, people were ready to anoint him like Cy Young favorite in the American League based on like two spring training pitches. But no, I'm like, hey, let's see this guy actually pitch a major league inning before we say anything about him. This goes back to the Donovan Walton trade, which some anonymous scout called the worst trade of 2022. Well, last I checked, Burrow, like he had a cup of coffee in the majors and walked like every batter he faced. So, you know, jury's still out on that. Not that Walton has been good, but let's let's wait and see. And so with this regime, the Farhan Zaidi regime, uh, I've been patient in my evaluation. And when we come when it comes to questions like, you know, before the season, I was asked a lot doing crossovers, doing National League West previews and all that. Which season was the outlier? Mailbag questions, yeah, all the time. Which season was the outlier after 2021 and 2022? Was it the 107-win season in 2021? Or was it the 81-win season in 2022? And my response was that it was kind of both, in a way, in that, 107 is ridiculous and nobody nobody expected that remember my hot take going into the season my bold prediction was hey these giants that you think are going to be terrible are going to finish 86 and 76 10 games over 500 well they beat that by 21 wins and that was my bold take like it was a hot take at the time so 107 was insane but then I said, well, maybe they were like a true talent 90-win team both years and that they overperformed in 21, underperformed in 22. However, now we have another almost full season of data. Key point almost, because for all we know, they go, you know, 18 and 4, which is extremely unlikely. I don't know, 16 and 6, 15 and 7 you know, down the stretch and things could change. So I ultimately will wait until the season is over to do like a postmortem. I'm not doing a postmortem when the seat, like I said, run, play through the whistle, run through the finish line. That is my mentality. It always has been, and it always will be. And I'm optimistic. I'm an optimistic, like hopeful. I want them to succeed. There are people out there who don't want them to succeed, which I, come on. I, I, get, I guess I, I understand the reasoning is like you want change. 
And so failure might bring change. And I guess that's understandable, but I just want to enjoy watching and entertaining. Like it's, it's an entertainment business and I want to be entertained. But am I entertained by 151 and 151 with an equal number of runs scored and an equal number of runs allowed? No, that is not good enough. And so it kind of validates that the pure outlier, it would seem, is 2021, 100%. Like I said, who knows what their final record is not going to be 70 and 70 this year. We don't know yet what it's going to be. So this could change. But as of this moment, we're talking about a 302 game sample of being 500. And then you go, okay, 2021, 107 wins. And then back to 2020, which was the first year under Kapler and the new coaching staff second year of Farhan Zaidi being president of baseball operations, they were 29 and 31. So about, you know, as close to 500 as you could be without actually being 500. So we've got, and I just kind of write off the first season. And if you're being honest, like, just be real. There wasn't any, it's not, that was not a year to judge Farhan Zaidi, in my opinion. He inherited all these contracts and basically there was no way that ownership was going to let him spend big except on exceptional players like Bryce Harper apparently they were willing to do and they tried and they didn't get him so I guess you can point to that as a criticism but you know the record in 20 in 2019 I'm just not going to put a lot of weight into it even though it wasn't terrible it was like close-ish to 500 but even 2020 I think it's a little premature but basically there's just this one year that stands out as an outlier and that's 21 and the rest have been just totally mediocre 2020 2022 and 2023 and that is a lot of baseball that is a large enough sample to start saying questioning are they capable of putting together a consistent winner? And it's fair to say you don't believe that they can. And so coming up in just a minute, what happens if this continues to play out as it is playing out now? The Giants are likely to miss the playoffs. What happens next if they do? We'll get into it in just a minute. And before we do, All right, as promised, what happens if the Giants miss the playoffs, which is, according to Fangraphs, far more likely than not. About an 80% chance Giants are going home after the last day of the season. Thanks again for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow, a grim, but I will try to keep it uh, grim with humor, mailbag edition of the show. So look out on Twitter or X for the prompt. You can follow me there at Ben Kaspik and the Giants play the Rockies on Friday at 715 Pacific. You can catch every pitch of the Giants hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app search Giants. And so that I I don't think I got into that much, but 
I talked about strength of schedule. Yeah, seven out of their next 10 games for the Giants are against the Rockies, who are the worst team in the National League. Four of those games are in Denver, which is never an easy place to play. They also play the Guardians, who are below 500. They play two against the D-backs, a team that's directly involved in this race. And so if you can win, I mean, at least one, but both, you know, then it could vault you. It could make a big difference. And then it's Dodgers for for, for four, Padres for three, Dodgers for three. So it is it gets hard at the end. For sure. But so they have to take advantage right now, starting Friday against the Rockies from the 8th to the 20th. Rockies, Guardians, Rockies, two against the D-backs. They've got to have a really good record or else they are going to miss the playoffs, I think. Otherwise, you're banking on doing really well against the Dodgers and Padres, which is not a wise bet. So if... What is likely to come true comes true, and the Giants miss the playoffs. What are the consequences? Because, you know, coming into the year, they they set these expectations themselves. You've got Farhan Zaidi saying, we at this stage believe we are a team that should be making the playoffs each and every year. Well, again, I, I don't count 2019. I don't really count 2020. And they lost the missed the playoffs by a tiebreaker in 2020 with the weird rules um, and major expanded playoffs. I just kind of write off that season in general. Now um, they made it in 21, but that would make them one for three, basically in years in which they're self-proclaiming that they should be a playoff team every year. Granted, they have not yet missed the playoffs, but we're talking about the hypothetical likely scenario that they do well i don't know exactly what they would do but what i think would i think honestly the first place i look to there's the fact that um not rob dean but greg johnson has said that they that they hold an option on farhan zaidi's contract for next year and that they essentially he made it sound like they've already picked it up and so when you're talking about like replacing him I don't know he's basically made it clear that they're not going to and he said same is true for Kapler so if you're holding out hope that one or both of those two will be gone I don't know that that is realistic definitely would enter the next year on the hot seat like if you have a bad 2024, then I could see both of them gone for sure. Like, because there's just, there's not a lot here. There's not a lot of success. There was the one year, there's some rookie success this year, which has been a bright spot. Patrick Bailey, but nobody else has really made an impact, but it's easy to see some of these guys have a lot of potential. Kyle Harrison, a lot of potential. They drafted Harrison. They drafted Bailey. And so do I see them making a drastic measure there? Probably not, especially given the comments that they've made. However, the one area that I like laser focus on is the hitting group because this team has just been awful offensively for well over two months, since about June 25th. 
June, July, August. Yeah, like basically two and a half months. They've been not just like bad, but like the worst. Maybe the the Rockies may be worse, which is why you have some hope maybe by playing them in seven out of your next 10 games. But I think you've got to look at the hitting group and you've got to think about we need the very best. And if this isn't the very best, Justin V. Lee and Dustin Lind, then we need to find the very best. And maybe they had the very best in Donnie Ecker and let him go, which I don't understand and never did and never will. And I haven't had any kind of explanation. But is there somebody else out there? But also, like, to have a team that's just built on, you've got to kind of almost trick your way into getting the most out of the players. I think that, unfortunately, it's an off, it'll be an offseason where there's, there's, it's not a great talent pool. There's a lot of good starting pitching. And Cody Bellinger has had a big rebound, so he's kind of made himself a premier free agent again. But outside of that, it's Otani. So maybe, who knows, maybe they go get Otani and that would be wild. But, you know, Otani's probably going to have elbow surgery. In fact, his agent said it was an inevitability. So that's going to affect the market and that'll be fascinating. But I think coaching staff changes, especially on the hitting group side, make sense. But also just how they approach free agency like it may be time to make an aggressive trade and honestly maybe you backtrack on some of your commitments to some of the higher ranking members of the regime or the manager look i'm not calling for any of that stuff but i'm just saying this would be a huge failure if they miss the playoffs again what if they finish under 500 you know stuff like that major failure and it is the likely outcome at this point so again with that happy news and by the way i refuse to light my locked on giant sign it's on purpose i refuse to put in batteries until they show me a reason to put in batteries so until they show me that reason this sign is off okay so that is all the time we have for today. Thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow. A grim but funny, hopefully, mailbag edition of the show. Uh, the Giants play the Rockies at 715 Pacific. You can catch every pitch of the Giants hometown broadcast on Sirius XM with the SXM app Search Giants. That's on Friday, by the way. Off day on Thursday. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on X at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out tremendously. So thank you in advance and thank you so much to everyone who's done so already. Can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. You are now Locked on Giants.